It's been really stressful lately, with work and at home. So like millions of other people this year, I decided to talk to a therapist. And when I did, I turned to MD Live. It's one of the best decisions I've ever made. I meet with my therapist virtually once a week from the privacy of my home. We've developed a great relationship. I also have the option of doing weekend or evening sessions, so it fits perfectly with everything going on in my life. MD Live, the help you need that fits your life. Michael Garfield is your high-tech Texan, helping you make magic with your gadgets for over two decades. Now, the high-tech Texan, Michael Garfield. Wherever you are and however you may be listening to me, whether it is live right now on iHeartRadio, whether you're listening to this podcast, also on iHeartRadio, on Spotify, or wherever great podcasts are found, hey, we're celebrating my third decade now. Are you kidding me? Am I that old? My third decade of the High Tech Texan Show. If you've never listened before, this is the place to do it because I guarantee I'm not going to throw out some megabytes and some gigabytes and all these tech terms that really many people don't care about. They just want to know, hey, does my phone work? And does this TV give me a great picture? Hey, Michael, can I save some money? Uh, Should I cut the cord? What streaming service should I use? And don't forget, I also do trucks and automobiles and cars which I'm playing with really, really sweet Land Rover Defender this week. I'll talk about that. It's consumer products on steroids. And if uh, and we're doing more and more of these podcast things. I got my staff here behind the glass. As soon as we uh, wrap up this live two-hour radio program, of course, it's condensed with a lot of the commercials on podcast. We throw it up uh, on podcast, and so you don't have to listen to me live. We'll call it plausibly live. And so uh, we do thank you for uh, following the uh, the podcast feed. And uh, we welcome a number of different listeners around the country as we celebrate uh, the, the 20th year of that high-tech Texan brand. Uh, you know what? To celebrate the 20th year, to coincide with the, uh, the, the new White House administration this past week, uh, I have launched a new Facebook account. You know, I've been on Facebook for a good 13, 14 years, I think, 2007 or something like that. And I've, I have a... Um, a uh, I'm going to call it very popular, but a personal Facebook account, which means you can only have 5,000 friends. And I have, I have a lot of friends in low places, not too many in high places too. And uh, it, it's, it's different than one of these public pages. And I forget, what, what do they call these? these public, uh, a public figure, is that what it is? So uh, at the, uh, the behest of uh, some of my marketing team behind me, they said, you know, we really got to do it up big for the 20th anniversary of the High Tech Texan Show. And so let's create a, a public figure page that has done. If you want to follow, if you want to follow and like that, a uh, little secret, that's, that's how you're going to win a lot of prizes too. All of these neat tech companies are sending me all these neat things to play with. I got to do something with them. I get permission and I'll give them away. And I, I do a lot of that on my social. So uh, thank you for the new likes and follows on uh, facebook.com slash the high tech Texan. Spell the whole thing out. No no abbreviations, no punctuation in between. Like it, 
posted some really uh, neat things. I got a I got a really neat, great media kit from Procter and Gamble this past week. Procter and Gamble was at the uh, was at CES, and I know I spent last week uh, recapping a lot of the CES products and actually how crappy, if you will, with all due respect, how the virtual CES was. It just <laughs> twenty years going to Vegas in the first week of of Feb of January. And here I was sitting at, at my house in front of my my computer, looking at online press conferences that were so boring because they were pre-recorded and it in Zoom calls. It, it it just didn't work, man. It just didn't work. So there were some neat products. Feel free to go listen to last week's program if you want to hear that. But this week we we do have some new ones. Um, you'll also see on my uh, on my Twitter and my Facebook account uh, the brand new. I got it. I got it. I got the brand. My folks at Samsung came through for me. Just launched. I got one of the first media review units of the new Samsung Galaxy S21 5G and the S21 Ultra 5G. They're in boxes, and I am going to unbox them live this coming Monday for the folks who are in the Houston, Texas area. If not, you can go online to khou.com. It's Great Day Houston in one of my regular appearances. It'll be at 9 in the morning Central Time, and I'm going to unbox the, these two new phones Samsung did a great thing. We talked about last week. They uh, they kind of lowered the prices. It's about a two hundred dollar price point cheaper than the typical prices that they will launch these phones. the The cameras on these bad boys are just supposed to be out of whack. I mean, it's I mean, this is Spielberg esque cameras. The Samsung Ultra Five G I think has not one, not two, five freaking cameras on the back alone. It's like a direct, it's seriously, it's, they have something called director's view I need to play with. And so this is where you're going to hear the hard-hitting, hard-hitting stuff right here. And so keep it right there. Uh, if you got if you got questions and you know how to reach out to me, uh, email is always there, michael at hightechtexan.com. Uh, if you look at your podcast, little window, you see my logo, you know how to spell it. We will take some of your questions. If you want me to review some of these other things, uh, I will reach out to these companies and I will bring it to you as, uh, as fast as I can. Talk about uh, a, number, a new launch for Facebook for me. Simultaneously, there are new Twitter accounts and Facebook accounts for the new administration in Washington, D.C. And if you've never listened to my show, don't turn it off. Stand by. Let me give you this disclaimer. I probably am one of the least political people on the radio you have ever heard. Ask, ask a lot of my listeners for two decades. I stay away from it. It's too divisive. I'd like to think I'm just a nice guy who just like doesn't care. It goes over my head. The only divisive thing you're going to hear is when I talk about my beloved Dallas Cowboys. And I probably just lost a number of listeners right now. Uh, and my Texas Longhorns. Those are my love. So if you're the SEC, you're not going to get love from me. I'm not a big Apple guy also. So if you're tuning in to hear some Apple news, maybe, maybe I don't know. I'll find a tidbit, but uh, I'm, I'm a big Android guy. More people use the Android operating system around the world. So I'm going to talk to the masses. But uh, there was a change in Washington, D.C. this past week, if you did not know that. Um, I got a new Facebook account, and uh, Joe Biden has a brand new social media account because as of 11 a.m. Central Time last Wednesday, Biden's presidency is social media official. Twitter transferred the White House accounts to the new presidential administration. And it's important. It really is because politicians and government officials, they use these accounts to reach millions of Americans with the click of a button. And the transfer of the official presidential Twitter account, it first happened, if you think about it, it was four years ago, 2017. It was when Barack Obama, because he was the first pres to use Twitter, he departed and Donald Trump took office. But unlike 2017, though, 
Biden didn't automatically inherit the followers from the prior administration. And that's a, Biden's team wasn't too happy about that. About a month ago, Biden launched a new Twitter account. It was at PresElect Biden. And that had about 940,000 followers this past Tuesday, day before the inauguration. But just right as he took the oath at noon Wednesday or 11 a.m. Central Wednesday, the account switched to at POTUS, P-O-T-U-S, President of the United States. As last I checked, four days later, it's got three and a half, four million followers. You know, I've been doing this Twitter game for 14 years and I'm begging for followers. Within one afternoon, he had three and a half or four million followers. I need to run for president. Is that the only way I'm going to get all these followers? You know, there, were already, there already was a Garfield president. I don't think Twitter was around in 1881. Anyway, follow me, High Tech Texan, at High Tech Texan, at Go Garf Go. I haven't even talked about my Instagram. That's where you're going to win a lot of these gifts. And a lot of prizes too. Coming up, I am going to talk a little bit more about this, including a brand new, uh, a brand new governmental Twitter account at Second Gentleman. This dude started at zero and now has well over a million followers for being married to the Vice President of the United States. Ladies, how you doing? My name's Michael. You got a big Twitter account? I'm your guy. <laughs> Much more to come. It's the High Tech Texas Show. My name is Garf. Don't go anywhere. It's been really stressful lately, so I decided to talk to an MD Live therapist. The great relationship we've developed and evening and weekend appointments from my home made it the best option for me. MD Live, the help you need that fits your life. You've got the high-tech Texan, Michael Garfield. The high-tech Texan. On KPRC 950. One, two, three, subject of the, uh, the Twitter counts and Facebook counts of the, the, a lot of people in the White House, and they all flip. Within, within minutes, man, it's that, that's probably just the easiest way to get followers, be elected to an extremely high office. At POTUS already has millions and millions of this stuff, as we can think of the, uh, the Michael Garfield High Tech Texan Show. I, I also want to know this. It, it was 11 a.m. Central Time when Twitter flipped the at Preselect Biden over to POTUS, which is, which is pretty cool. I want to know who flipped this. Who at Twitter has the authority to flip the switch and change someone's account? I mean, it sounds like a cool job. I mean, I'd like to do that. I mean, if I think of cool jobs where you push a button to actually flip something, and I've always wanted to do this. All right, I'm talking to you, University of Texas alums, and you know, I'm a big, I'm a big UT honk. I would like to, to flip the switch to light up the UT tower burnt orange after a football win. I always wanted to know who did that. I mean, is it a janitor in a tower who's watching the TV feed from, you know, the stadium, which is, you know, probably, you know, half a mile away as the crow flies? You know, game ends, Smokey the Cannon fires off, boom. I mean, is it a switch? I mean, is it a knob? Anybody who, who is on the, uh, the board of governors, board of directors up in Austin like that, could, hey, what can I do? I will bid on that. And hopefully maybe the money would go to charity. I would love to light up the UT turnover burn orange after a football win. And then maybe I would flip the switch on somebody's account to make him president. <laughs> uh, you know how to get me. I am a Michael at 
HighTechTexan.com, spell the whole thing out. Follow me. I'm posting a lot of the cool uh, products that I am reviewing on uh, a lot of my, Insta- on my Instagram too. Go Garf Go, because I'm always on the go. Uh, cars, this week I'm playing in, um, what do I got this week? You know, I test car every single week. Uh, I'm a member of the Texas Auto Riders Association. So um, straight from Michigan where all these cars, a lot of them are built. I get to drive a lot of these things. I am in a brand new Land Rover Defender. This is, it, it's pretty sweet. This, this thing is, it's almost built for outdoors too big and too much than just city driving. I mean, it's, it's, uh, the interior is pretty rugged. I mean, it's got these bolts. It look, kind of looks like very Hummer-esque, if you will. And it's got, it has got more knobs than, at first glance, than I could even figure out that I think this will run over an apartment building. I mean, you can raise and lower the entire, the, the height of the car by pushing a button, but the buttons are right there in front of you. They're right there by the, uh, the prindle, by the, by the radio. I mean, they want you to touch it. It'll wade through water. I mean, I don't, it may be like the Mach 5 for Speed Racer. I'm just waiting for the canopy to come over it with the, you know, the oxygen to come in and then the periscope to come out. It seems to do a lot of stuff. The only thing I can't figure out, I, I, the radio is busted though. I can't figure out how to get satellite radio. But who needs satellite? Because all I'm doing, I'm streaming iHeartRadio, which you should be doing too right now. Uh, the, uh, the White House stuff. Like somebody, just, somebody just emailed me this. Garf, any clue when they flipped it over? What happened to the current White House accounts that were used by the Trump administration? It, it's, it, it, it was, I'm sh- remember, we're in the infancy here, folks. This has only happened one time before. It was Obama in 2017. He was the first one to use Twitter. And on that date four years ago, they flipped it over to Trump's account. And I think they brought all, all over the followers. With, I don't know how many millions and millions and millions of followers Trump inherited him. This time they set the bar at zero when they flipped it to Biden, but obviously it's, it, it's already back up to millions. So I did some research for you real quick because that's what I do. You could still view the old tweets posted by the Trump administration, but they're archived online. And the usernames of the accounts changed so people know the handover happened. So when Obama left office in 2017, follow me here, POTUS, at POTUS became at POTUS44. And you can still view tweets from that account. And the same process happened with the Trump administration, whose tweets immediately were publicly archived. They're under at POTUS45. Now, Trump also had a personal Twitter account that he preferred to use, uh, but over there, that was pulled down by the company for violating its rules against the glorifying violence in the wake of that January 6th riot at the U.S. Capitol. But I promise we're not getting political here. Uh, but the Trump administration Twitter accounts that are now publicly archived, they're at White House 45, at VP 45, at FLOTUS 45, at Second Lady 45. Uh, then, then I'm thinking, how did, how, did, how did Twitter transfer that presidential account to Biden's team? Biden's transition team was already using Twitter before Inauguration Day this past Wednesday, but the accounts had different names. Those usernames changed right at 11 a.m. Central Time when he held his hand on that. Did you see that Bible, by the way? The Bible was as large as the Cheesecake Factory menu. I am not kidding you. It was like five pounds. I mean, my goodness. In the Bible set, and I'm not a big Bible guy either, um, with all due respect, but isn't it a set number of pages? How was this thing that it, it was bigger than the football that the Secret Service carries with the nuclear codes? It was massive. It was, anyway, neither here nor there. So anyway, 
Uh, the transition at Transition 46 became at White House. At Pres-elect Biden became at POTUS. At Sin, as in Senator Kamala Harris, became at VP. And then, ladies and gentlemen, there is a new account. Ah, times are changing. There is a new social media account created just for uh, Kamala Harris's husband because he now is the first gentleman, a man, to be the spouse of one of the top two elected officials. His new account is at Second Gentleman for Douglas M. Hoff. Douglas M. Hoff, that is Kamala Harris's husband, second husband, by the way, nice Jewish boy. He is now at Second Gentleman. How about that? So now I'm just narrowing down how do I'm going to get more Twitter followers because I've been yapping about my Twitter account at High Tech Texan, at Garth Forever. It's just stagnant on several thousand. Either I'm going to be elected or I'm going to have to marry somebody who's got a really powerful position. And I'm fine with that. Ah, <laughs> uh, did the White House, okay, Garfa, uh, did these new White House accounts automatically retain followers from the prior administration? No, they didn't. Twitter did say in a blog post that before the inauguration that users who followed the old accounts under Trump, um, they're going to reset at zero. And if you want to follow at POTUS, you better get on your Twitter account and, and refollow. It's actually brilliant marketing by, by Twitter because if you haven't used Twitter, it's going to make you log on. Man, I forgot my password. It's going to get you on again. So you have to refollow the White at White House and everything. I don't know why they didn't do it. I didn't know why Twitter didn't automatically transfer followers of the White House accounts to Biden. I mean, I don't think Twitter gave a reason. I think people, maybe going back to the first handover in 2017, I think users complained. Maybe it's because, well, I don't want to follow. I mean, let's see. It started with a Democrat, Obama, and then Trump comes in, Republican, and look at me, I'll get political over here. I'm sorry if I'm doing this, but maybe the Republicans didn't want to follow the Democratic White House, and now we're doing the same thing. I don't know. That's above my pay grade. That is above my grade. But Imhoff, man, I, I should, I'm very interested with the first gentleman who's now called the second gentleman. Within, within like a, an hour, it had 650,000 followers. That's an easy way to, to get. I need to come up with something that's easy. Can I be the third gentleman? At third gentleman? I wonder if anybody has that. Okay, this is my blatant, uh, blatant opportunity to beg you. Please go online and follow me at High Tech Texan uh, and, and certainly my brand new Facebook um, public figure account. Follow me. Uh, just go to the high tech text and uh, you can see some of the things I will post. I, I am going to post the, the boxes of what the boxes, if you care what a box of the brand new Samsung Galaxy S21 5G and the Ultra 5G looks like, I will unbox those live this coming Monday morning on uh, my uh, TV hit on uh, Great Day Houston on CBS. Uh, but uh, I, think, I think I'm going to be allowed to give these things away after I play with them for a while. And if you do not follow me, if you do like my pages, you ain't going to win them, people. That's how we do it. Uh, it is Michael Garfield all over the world on I, at iHeartRadio, but also thank you. Welcome uh, Spotify and uh, Anchor, which is also owned by Spotify. Uh, it, so uh, they are uh, some, some neat podcast feeds that, that you can follow me. We're going to come back and I'm going to talk about drones. How would you like a pizza delivered by a drone? I would, but you know what? It kind of depends what pizza it is. I'm not a pizza snob, but I'm very particular. So I don't care if Pizza Hut is testing this. I'm not a Pizza Hut guy. I'll sort the whole thing out right after this. Oh, baby. 
It's been really stressful lately, so I decided to talk to an MD Live therapist. The great relationship we've developed and evening and weekend appointments from my home made it the best option for me. MD Live, the help you need that fits your life. Michael Garfield is the high-tech Texan, helping you with all your high-tech needs on KPRC 950. Twitter account that the White House administration has. Uh, what a better time also for uh, to me to launch the, the new Facebook. And by the way, for the 30 minutes I've done the show, look at this, man. We've had just how many people have hopped on and liked. And i oh, getting for clip that you've liked and followed my, my brand new Facebook pub, public figure page. And if I'm a public figure, I need to start losing weight. Don't you think so? Uh, no more. Do you, you don't have to be one of my 5,000 friends. Sorry that you didn't make the cut on my personal page. And so to celebrate 20 years in the industry, to celebrate the new, I don't know if the administration can do it in D.C. Why can't I do it? I have a new Facebook page. Just uh, follow Facebook.com slash The High Tech Texan. Spell the whole thing out or search Michael Garfield, The High Tech Texan. And, you know, it, it, you'll, 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 see, uh, you'll see my new logo, by the way. That's how you know if it's, if it's me. There's a new logo that uh, the, the, the really cool folks, Ken Ward and Sensible Marketing Solutions, they came up with me to celebrate 20 years there's a big gold 20. It says 2001 to 2021. A lot of new partners and sponsors have been hopping on to commemorate this, which we certainly do thank and we will talk about here because that's what it's about. It's about partnerships and, and sponsorships to keep us rolling. And um, that's how you're going to follow me on the Facebook again. And that's where you're going to get all the gifts. I will make, I'm, I'm going to make a pledge. Every single tech company, I'm going to try the car companies too. Don't know if that's going to fly, but every company who sends me test review products, I'm going to see if they'll let me keep them so I can f quickly flip them and give them away. And I'm going to do that through social media everywhere. And so make sure you follow me, man. Give me some comments on that new Facebook, uh, but also on Instagram too. Uh, go Garf Go, because I'm always uh, on, on the go. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll continue to talk about flipping social media accounts. And yeah, hey, listen, people, if you want to talk about these alternate new social media uh, apps, probably not Parler because Parler ain't around really as of right now. As of this live recording, Parler, <laughs> uh, that's kind of been shut down too, which we could talk about. Freedom of speech, right or wrong. Hey, man, I'll get, I'll, I'm going I'm to put that on the burner over here. I'll, I'm going to come back to that in about four or five minutes. But you know, I, I do the show right now. It's generally around lunchtime. I always get hungry. I'm not a big pizza guy. I like pizza, but I, I try to keep my girlish figure in check. And I'm very particular with pizza, but pizza was in the news because it, it, it happened again. A company is trying to test deliveries via drone. You know, Amazon and UPS and FedEx, you know, they're always trying to speed up delivery and they've got the drivers and whatever. And, and you know, for years they've been testing drone delivery. Why is pizza the low-hanging fruit? Why does everybody just want to start a test of pizza delivery. I mean, don't you, you know, I'm in radio. Don't you think a bigger promotion and funnier promotion would be maybe delivering and dropping live turkeys on people's houses? You know, for the life of me, I swear turkeys could fly. <laughs> that's, a, that's a promotion we need to do for my 20th anniversary. 
If there's a drone company out there, if you want to drop turkeys off, please please talk to me. I'd love to I'd, I'd love to start that. Now, uh, pizza. Here's the story. I will I will cite Wall Street Journal and many other sources too. But uh, Pizza Hut in Israel is trying a new approach to make pizza deliveries by drone a reality. And they're doing something different. Because if you've seen these tests that, you know, Amazon and UPS, and they've sent out press releases and public service announcements, oh, very soon you can get your package delivered to your backyard. There, listen, there's a number of hurdles. Number one, it's public acceptance. You really want drones flying? I mean, you know how many Amazon trucks and packages are delivered every second per day? I mean, do you want the airwaves right above your house, like buzzing and landing in, in your yard? I mean, how exact can they get? Because if you ordered a pizza or um, underwear or a bra or something, I don't know, and it doesn't land in your yard, it lands in your neighbor's yard and they open it up, just, it's tough. So what they're doing, here's a new approach, man. So Pizza Hut in Israel, God love them. They're flying pizzas, not directly to customers' homes. They're, they're flying, they're sending drones to drop in government-approved landing zones, like a designated space in a parking lot that's relatively near your house. Then from that point, delivery drivers, they'll collect those pizzas from these makeshift drone ports, and then they'll take them on the final leg to customers. Okay, I mean, I, I, I see what they're, they're doing, and I understand that. Is it going to speed it up? And, and listen, I don't want to rag on Pizza Hut. When is the last time you've actually had a pizza from Pizza Hut? Is it, I, I grew up with Pizza Inn uh, because Pizza Inn, I think their headquarters, they were, they may, I don't know if they're still, they're in Dallas and not, obviously that's, that's where I'm from. Pizza Hut was around the corner, Pizza Inn was around the corner. Pizza Huts were also there too. Domino's was not a big thing when I was growing up in the 70s and 80s. I'm not, a, I mean, if I'm gonna have a pizza, can, can you, where's Grimaldi's, man? Why don't you get in the game, bro? How about, you know, here in the, in, in the, the Houston area, it was a New York pizzeria. That, that's, a, that's a good slice of pizza right there. Why, why, are, why are we testing with Pizza Hut? Why are we even testing pizza? Pizza's, it's, it's, it's a big box. You've got a 12-inch, maybe, or an 18-inch square. How about Burger King? Burger King, man, they're, they're great marketing right now. I mean, just get a Whopper. It's, it's, it's a small, fits in your hand. You know, maybe you, you know, maybe you carry a Whopper. You know, what do they, I don't know if they supersize it. Or, you know, yeah, yeah, give me some fries, give me a drink in a bag. It's probably lighter than a pizza. Better balance than a drone. Anyway, neither here nor there. I mean, drone delivery is a sexy thing to talk about. I, I just don't think it's realistic that we're going to go see drones flying all over the sky, dropping pizzas into anybody's backyards. I mean, there's tech startups that they, they spent years sketching the visions of food descending from the sky. So it, it was it five years ago. Domino's, they flew a drone over somewhere. It was in New Zealand. They, they, they put two pizzas in the backyard of somebody. That was the first person ever to do that. It, here in the U.S., man, you, not only you got the FTC or, or you know, the, the health organization, now you got the FAA in this thing. Because the FAA has the regulations regarding the use of drones. And that's a challenge. I think it was only last week they approved the first fully automated commercial drone flights that don't require hands-on piloting or direct observation by, by humans. So now, 
you've got, you know what it, it is, if you think about it, okay, let's talk about this from a job opportunity. Oh man, these drones are going to, and robots are going to take over jobs from people. Okay, I understand why you think that, and to some extent, probably true. So in this case, if pizzas are, are being delivered to a drop-off point, but then an actual employee from Pizza Hut now needs to pick it up and then deliver it the last mile, the last hundred yards to your, your door and knock on your door. Okay, they're still employees. You're still going to need, okay, I'm, this is, this is, I'm creating jobs here. This is why I need to run for office and, you know, get 5 million followers on Twitter in a day. I'm creating jobs. You still got the people who make pizza. Oh, goodness gracious. Now comes the robotic pizza makers, and you know they're there. All right, so you still got people. You got to box the thing up. You got to do, uh, you got to do your quality check, make sure all the pepperonis are there. But then you've got to clip it into a drone. Someone's got to program it. Someone's got to say, okay, this is going to go to drop zone four in, uh, you know, this is this, this quadrant of the city. Then I guess you have to monitor it just in case nobody takes a shotgun and shoots the damn thing down. Then you've got the, the dude or, the, or, the, or, or, or a lady who's picking up the pizza from the drop point and then delivering it. They still get tips. How much time would this save? Is there a 30-minute guarantee? Domino says, doesn't Domino have the guarantee that it, if it ain't right, you're going to get it free? I, I, that guarantee is going to come in handy because if these pizzas are not going to arrive in one beautiful, solid, round pie, that drone, man, it's going to be shifting left and right, in this, and you got the pepperonis, you got the sausage sliding off, and it's just, I, I just don't worry. Listen, I applaud this. I hope in my lifetime, and I hope I'm going to live quite a while, I'm going to see this. It, it may be till you know, my kids are, are kind of taking over the world uh, and, and they're going to get their burritos and tacos to, delivered by drones. Uh, one minute to go. Weigh in here on the email or social media because I'm monitoring right now at High Tech Texan uh, on, on Twitter. What would, you, what would you have delivered by drone that you would trust? Would it be a food item? What would the food item be? You know what? S- Sunday morning when you really don't want to go anywhere and you got a hanker for a big old Cinnabon, I'm down with that. I'm more than happy for a Cinnabon to plop right down in my backyard, right, right you know, there on my patio, walk out my little slippers, go in, watch ESPN, you know, Sunday morning kickoff and, and, and just that. Because I am not getting out of bed. Where's my bagel store? All right? Where's the, where's the bagel shop? I'll do a bagel and cream cheese. But matter of fact, if anybody's listening tomorrow morning, if you want to deliver me a little white fish on an everything bagel, slightly toasted, it's going to make, it's going to make my week. All right, it's the uh, High Tech Texan Show. 45 minutes into it. Coming up, what else do we got? Oh, my goodness. What was the biggest meme this past week? Uh, if I see one more Bernie Sanders big mitten thing, I'm, I'm just going to plot. But we're also going to talk about phones. I got a new Samsung Galaxy phone. I'm going to tell you how much your old phones are worth. Tell me right now on uh, social media. What's your phone? And I'm going to tell you, if you have to sell it back right now, is it worth getting some of these new phones? It is Michael Garfield, the High Tech Texan Show. Who has time to go to the doctor? When I'm sick or need a prescription refill, I have an MD Live virtual doctor visit. An appointment only takes about 15 minutes. MD Live, it's my first line of defense. Most insurance accepted. More from the high-tech Texan, Michael Garfield. 
on KPRC 950. Uh, if anybody has a drone, uh, I'm on the southwest side of uh, Houston, Texas right now. Feel free to go put it in the drop zone. Uh, I'm, a, I'm kind of a cheese guy. Don't def, I don't do pepperoni. Hamburger. I used to be. A, I used to love hamburger. Vegetable is good. A little margarita pizza. Uh, as we, uh, we were talking about drone <laughs> pizza, Pizza Hut in Israel, and it, it's got to be Israel because that's that, that, that. There's the smartest people in the world in Israel. They, uh, Pizza Hut is testing a drone delivery, not directly to your home. They're, dr- they're having a, uh, a community drop zone so they don't land in your backyard. And then Pizza Hut employees from that point will deliver it the last mile. Hey, listen, I'll, the baby steps, man. I'm, I'm more than happy to test it. More than happy to test. I, I just want to know how hot it is going to be. Uh, speaking of food, uh, this portion of our uh, wonderful broadcast is brought to you by Fire Disc. Fire Disc cookers, and uh, I've had my Fire Disc propane cooker a good seven months right now. And I know we were trapped at home a lot, uh, grilled a lot in the back, uh, grilled and fried, and and I don't know how it, what, whatever form that you want to you know make your food. Uh, I don't think we could have had more fun. It really brought the family together. Uh, it's a um, it's it's more than a grill. It's actually not a grill. It is a big disc that will hold five gallons of almost anything based on this easy to set up kind of tripod. So it makes it portable. So when and if we will ever be out to tailgating or going out and camping in woods, you just pick this baby up and turn your little propane on and you're set to go. FireDiscCookers.com. There is, uh, there's just so many recipes. I really enjoy their Facebook group. If you, if you go look up Fire Disc Cookers, they are so creative. And I love when actual chefs, real chefs, they'll, they'll post things of the proper way to do salmon. I did salmon on mine about three days ago. It was done in, what, six minutes tops. It heats up to 600 degrees in the middle and there's little concentric circles. And so, you know, once it's hot, you can kind of move it to the side of the disc, the fire disc, and it'll keep it warm. Breakfast on there is phenomenal. So you make some eggs, then you move it to the side and you put bacon, you fry your bacon or turkey bacon in my case, and you move, and then you heat up the tortillas. There's breakfast to go. Uh, yeah, check it out. These guys are, um, they're brilliant. They're in, uh, so many, so many stores, outdoor stores, camping stores around the country, but they will ship directly to you, firediscookers.com. And I got a promo code for you because it's all about promo codes. Garfield, my last name. And uh, you're going to get $50 off a fire disc and free shipping directly to, to, to your door. And they are fast too. By the, by this time next week, absolutely before Super Bowl, absolutely before my birthday, uh, you're going to get your fire disc. And so uh, that is probably one of my one of my most used products of the year, um, w- without a doubt. And we appreciate the, the, their partnership. Uh, as we continue over here, the um, do I really want to get into the Bernie Sanders thing? You know, memes are so fun. And memes are, are you, I guess you're famous or infamous if a meme is made after you. And Bernie Sanders sitting at the inauguration last Wednesday, freezing with his big old handmade mittens from Vermont. It was pretty funny watching old Bernie do that, but people went nuts. And you know what? After three or four days, I'm really kind of sick of it, so please stop. <laughs> it's just, the, this, is the, this, is the, this is the issue. This is the snarkiness what we have in the world. 
memes are kind of like snarky for, for the most part. I guess you could be, could you be honored in a meme? I, I, I guess. But the fact is, Bernie, I don't know. I, I, I sound like I'm begging for people to, which I kind of am. Why don't you partner with me and follow my Twitter accounts? My brand new public Facebook, by the way, the High Tech Texan. Follow the Facebook page. Maybe if I become a meme, people are like, who is this weirdo? Who is this dude down in Texas who talks about technology? Who does not have a Texas accent, but he's certainly more Texan than anybody. Uh, let's just follow the guy because he just looks like an idiot on this meme. It just it takes a little. I mean, I get cold a lot. I sit outside. I put, I don't know, maybe I don't have mittens, man, but I got some ugly but old, um, you know, scarves or something like that. I want to be a meme. And then you can follow me. <laughs> Somebody send me some mittens now. Thing is, though, it's tough to actually create a meme if nobody has a, uh, a camera or a, or a camera phone around, which is, that was a hard segue, but... <laughs> What else was I going to do? I, I am getting ready to test and play with the uh, brand new, just released Samsung Galaxy S21 5G and the S, the Ultra 5G. I'm going to open those up on uh, the great day, Houston, this coming Monday morning at 9 o'clock. So if you're in the Houston area, turn to Channel 11. Uh, if not, uh, follow khou.com live. And uh, something tells me my team is going to put the, the video on all my social media accounts. What do you do when you get a new phone? What do you do with the old phone? Now, this, is, this, is, this is a time-honored tradition. Do you give it to your spouse? Do you give it to your kids? Do you throw it away? Do you sell it? Because there's money out there for phones. There really is. I uh, got a, uh, very timely, I got an email uh, from a, I'm on their media distro list, from Flipsy. F-I-F-L-I-P-S-Y, Flipsy.com. I guess it's an online selling site where you can flip your phones, old phones. Knowing that the Galaxy phones are out, and all of you honks who we're just going to keep it Android, they're predicting 28 million people are forecasted to buy the Galaxy S21. And what are you going to do with your phones? So as a public service announcement, I have a list here, and I'm, I'm looking on, my, um, on social media. I'm looking at Twitter right now, at High Tech Texan. You people have sent me in your current phone, and they, are, and they are Samsungs, I will tell you what the prices are for a Verizon or AT&T phone in quote-unquote good condition as of today. Good condition. And good condition means screen ain't cracked. It's got all of the, it, you know, if you want to sell it online, it, you've got all the pieces and parts. You've, you've got the charger and everything. That's good condition. All right, so well, we're going to start with uh, Harrison. Harrison over here. Harrison has a Galaxy Note Eight. All right, bro. Good time for you to step into the 21st century. Uh, right now, if you want to resell the Galaxy Note 8, and that was, was that a good two years ago? Uh, 139 bones. You know what? You think about it. The, it. Harrison, if you bought that brand new Note 8, that was a $900 to $1,100. But you, sir, for all your troubles of keeping it in your pocket for two years, you're going to get a buck thirty-nine. Such is, such is the price of phones. Ah, now listen, obviously the newer phones, the cooler phones, the more unique ones, they're, they're going to do more. Here's somebody. This is uh, Genie. Genie has a Galaxy S10. Great phone. I had an S10 5G. This is an S10. So we're going to go back a year, about a year ago, year and a half ago. 
Uh, I don't know if it's an S10 or an S10 Plus. Genie, uh, S10 is $315. That ain't nothing to sneeze at, man. It's $315. If you have the S10 Plus, $340. $340. Look at this. Uh, I'll throw it. Now, how about these new ones? Now, I told you I've been playing with some of these newer phones, uh, phones that fold and phones that flip. Galaxy Samsung was nice enough to actually send me one of these. I got these in September, and they've been out longer than that. I have the Galaxy Z Fold 2 5G. Now, this is the phone, this is the second version of it, that folds out like a book, left to right, where the screen doubles in size, left to right. It's, it's beautiful. If you want to watch television on this thing, it's a great phone. Z Fold 2 5G, which was $1,300, $1,400 initially. It's been out less than a year. You get 825 bucks for that. 825 ski for that. Okay, not bad. I see you. Uh, one more over here. I also have the Z Fold. I love this one. Well, you want the best form factor I've seen in years. It's the, 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 the flip phones are back. I have the Galaxy Z Flip 5G. It is literally a flip phone, top to bottom. Lo female women love this thing because it looks like it looks like the little compact where they can just kind of put makeup on their because normally I think that thing was eleven hundred dollars, less than a year old right now. If you sell it back, it's going for about five seventy five. Man, it lost about half its value. Five seventy five. Point is here as we we're getting to, to a break. Keep your phones in very good condition. Always make sure they have a case. Keep everything in the package. Check the price. If you want to flip them within a year after released, go ahead and make sure that uh, you do it as quick as possible and look for several different uh, sites. That is courtesy of Flipsy.com. Coming up, we're halfway to happy hour. You know what that means. More of your emails and some of your answers, including what's the best Wi-Fi out there because I'm still working from home. Got you covered right here on the High Tech Texan Show. It's been really stressful lately, with work and at home. So like millions of other people this year, I decided to talk to a therapist. And when I did, I turned to MD Live. It's one of the best decisions I've ever made. I meet with my therapist virtually once a week from the privacy of my home. We've developed a great relationship. I also have the option of doing weekend or evening sessions, so it fits perfectly with everything going on in my life. MD Live, the help you need that fits your life. So I wanna be your superhero, even if I tumble fall. Michael Garfield is your high-tech Texan, helping you make magic with your gadgets for over two decades. Now, the high-tech Texan, Michael Garfield. Guess what time it is? It is halfway to happy hour. And what that means in plain terms, we're halfway through the, the radio program podcast right now. And so wherever you are, raise a glass. And uh, if you happen to be in the Texas area, I certainly would uh, remind you to uh, take a sip and try some Buffalo Bayou Brewing. Oh, it's great beer. Yeah, I'm a craft beer guy when I drink beer. And when I drink beer, I do drink Buffalo Bayou. 
Uh, it's great flavors. And, and I'm telling you what they're really pushing right now. It's their brand new seltzer. You know, it's hard seltzers, they're the thing right now. Number one, it's uh, going back to my girlish figure, only 100 calories. <laughs> that's, that's all they are. Uh, but uh, they've got great flavors. They've been working on these for it, uh, maybe a year right now. And if you go to their brewery on the edge of downtown Houston, uh, you can you, you, you could have tasted it because they're, they're right off the tap. But the pet point is just uh, it was probably early December. They finally canned them. That's right. It's in the can, man. And so uh, if you were in around uh, this area, Houston area, definitely go look to your favorite liquor stores. Be it the goody goody liquor stores, your, your HEB grocery stores, your, your Kroger's, your Randall's. Go over to the beer aisle and uh, you can get the hard seltzer. Uh, the, uh, the, the, the man, hibiscus lime. Are you kidding me? It's slammable. Only 100 calories, about 5% alcohol. So good. It's so good. So whether you're going to go out to the brewery uh, and get one of their many great flavors, but also the great food over there. Folks from out of town, it's a great place to take them, but uh, why don't you belly up to uh, one of your favorite locations to pick up maybe a six-pack, uh, pick up a case of their uh, the hard seltzer, and uh, check it out, buffbrew.com. As we welcome in uh, halfway to happy hour, the... Um, I kind of recapping the past hour of the show, if you're just kind of uh, tuning in or hitting the podcast, uh, we did talk about the transfer of, we talked about the transfer of power this past week, the power of love, but more so the transfer of social media power. Every incoming new, uh, you got your president, you got your White House, you got your vice president, got your second gentleman. <laughs> they all got new Twitter accounts, man. So we had to transfer that over. Uh, and we also yapped about, uh, some, I, I, I kind of teased it. I kind of teased the new phone. So Samsung just yesterday, they sent me the brand new in the box, just announced, just released galaxy S 21, the S 21 5g and the S 21 ultra 5g have not taken them out of the box yet. I'm going to officially do the unboxing live on uh, TV this coming Monday morning at 9 a.m. Central time on great day, Houston. You can look Channel 11 in the Houston area or uh, khou.com to check out the live feed wherever you are, and you can see me opening the box. I, 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 have, I was on the super secret signing my life away um, privacy, you know, documents about, was it three weeks ago? Yeah, it was yeah, no, two weeks, two and a half weeks ago, right before CES. Uh, Samsung uh, opened it up to the media to show off how they design and what the um, benefits are from their aspect of these new Samsung Galaxy S21 phones. And, and there's a whole lineup of phones. Uh, and also some, some of their new Samsung uh, Galaxy Buds Pro, their new active noise canceling uh, little buds, which I, they sent me a pair of those. I've had those for about two weeks and they work really cool. They're very nice for $200. But from my, here's my quick take on these new Galaxy phones. And why are they actually $200 cheaper? I, I think when the S20 came out, the S20 lineup a year ago, I think there were underwhelming sales. Now, listen, this coincided with the whole pandemic, I understand, but I think Samsung had a serious rethink of the whole pricing strategy because of the coronavirus and the pandemic that raged on. But now the new S21s are here and the standout feature Really, to me, and again, I haven't played with it yet. I'm about 48 hours away from that. But it's not so much the software. It's not so much of these killer cameras that have the director's camera view and whatever. It's the price tag. That's what stood out to me. This next generation flagship phone, it starts at $800 for the baseline Galaxy S21, goes up to the 
$1,000 price for the Galaxy S21 Plus, and then it maxes out at $1,200 for the Galaxy S21 Ultra. And, and that's one of the ones that I'm going to play with. But it really represents, it to me, about, a, what is it, a $200 price cut for the trio of models from last year's S20 family. Now, Samsung, they've promised its new lineup, the S21. It works better than its predecessors, despite its cheaper price tag. But I think Samsung, listen, they're a publicly listed company, after all. And it needs to make a bunch of calculated compromises to let that S21 hit that lowered price even if maybe some of the internal components cost, they're a little bit lower. One of, one of the most con controversial things that when I open this box that I will not find in the box, and this is a trend that certainly we've seen with Apple too, there is not an in-box little wall adapter and there are no earphones in. They're not, and that's a money saver too. Samsung, it's pushing its customers to reuse older accessories. You know, they're gonna call it in the name of the environment, but let me help you out, it's in the name of saving money. Apple did that with the iPhone 12 family. So you're going to open it and I'll go back. I told you I already, I played with the Galaxy Z Fold 2. I, I played with the Galaxy Z Fold, Z Flip phone. And they ditched the micro SD card slot and a number of other things because they're, they're saying that, you know, people really kind of don't want that. And so I, that's one of the ways I think they're really changing the pricing structure and changing, changing some of the strategy. Now, how is this going to play out? From what I'm reading, some of my other counterparts in the tech media, they're saying that the Galaxy S21, it's a no-brainer. I don't like using that term because a no-brainer is a very, very personal thing. What I think is a no-brainer, you may not think is a no-brainer, but a lot of, I've seen the words no-brainer when you're upgrading. It's, it's a pretty smart move. Now, although I think I just told you the biggest takeaway you need to know about the S21 5G it's that price cut by $200. Yes, you're not going to get a wall charger. Yes, you're not going to get a, high, a headphone that come in the box. Does not have a micro, a card, micro SD card for the expansive storage. So it's got maybe four gig, you know, four gig of RAM less than the S20. Um, you're going to get half of the pixels from, from the screen. Maybe the Gorilla Glass from the back of it is not going to be there too. But it's a very interesting new look. It's kind of a two-tone approach. It's kind of an art deco thing. The bump on the back of the camera is bigger, so it's going to give it more of an industrial feel, industrial look. look. And the, the colors are neat. It's got the little purpley thing. It's got a lower resolution of the screen, but it's got a higher refresh rate. And, and to me, life in TV screens, in, in computer screens, and certainly phone screens, it's about that refresh rate. And you're going to get up to about 120 hertz of refreshing rate. That's pretty strong. It's going to be relative, pretty smooth. You know, if you're looking at a live football game, you know, there's not going to be kind of a ghosting when you're going to see the running back, you know, running. And that's nice. The camera hardware has some improvements and it's certainly, they're really touting this stuff, but it remains to be seen what's going to happen. So without a doubt, the next episode of the High Tech Texan Show next week when we post it. Yeah, it, I'm going to have the full review because I'm going to play with it uh, be between now and then. But I like the fact that we're going backwards when it comes to pricing because I just still don't think, hey, you know, $800 is still a lot. It is. $1,000 or $1,200 at some point, man. I don't want to say it's just a phone because these, these are, we cannot leave our side without these phones, but maybe this trend in price is going to help us. It's certainly uh, thanks to the pandemic. If something comes out of this thing, maybe it's lower pricing. 
Break time again right now. Uh, don't go anywhere. Uh, the name is Michael Garfield. It is the High Tech Texan Show. We're going to give you some insurance news and also Bluetooth speakers coming up soon. Man, they're, they're not getting smaller. They're getting bigger and they're getting louder too. You definitely want to hear this. But man, I still think them cats are crazy. They were asking if you were around. It's been really stressful lately. So I decided to talk to an MD Live therapist. The great relationship we've developed and evening and weekend appointments from my home made it the best option for me. MD Live, the help you need that fits your life. You've got the high-tech Texan, Michael Garfield. The high-tech Texan. On KPRC 950. having a great day, great night, whatever time you're listening to this podcast or if you're listening live right now on iHeartMedia. I uh, had someone uh, sent me, I think they posted this on my Twitter account last week. They uh, said, hey, man, Michael, you always talk about high-definition TVs and do you ever buy or recommend getting insurance or an extra warranty for something like that? And, And honestly, over the years, I always say it all depends on the price point. So if, you know, if, and the product itself... I don't get insurance on phones myself because I'm, this is me. I always make sure that my phone has a case around it, a very hard case. I, I, I'm relatively, actually I'm, I'm pretty darn good about not losing things, knock on wood, dropping or breaking. It's same thing with earphones or earbuds. If they're 200, $300, it's like, you know, it's sometimes it's not really worth the point of getting some insurance because it's not worth. Now you get up to very, very expensive TVs. I mean, I'm talking five, six, seven thousand dollars. The really, really big mamas, if not even more. Sometimes your your homeowner's insurance may take care of this. And so, what I did, I turned to my in in the company who, who takes care of my insurance. And I actually even had the the owner, the president, Frank Karkowski. He called into the show last week. He's with Pasadena Insurance Agency, and he actually has a good thing. Some some they find insurance companies through his agency who will specifically tailor your needs. And let's just say some, he had said this, some lightning strikes your house and your television blows up, but also your whole entire smart home system. Maybe it's your con- control four or something like that. And all your speakers go kablooey. You actually, he can find you, you know, companies who actually create a rider for something like that. But the point is, you really should look into that. And I'll, I'll even give you th- their number. It's 713 869 6991. It's Pasadena Insurance Agency. And so, yeah, they're here in the Houston area, but I will tell you for a fact, I know people across the country who use them. P-A-S-I-N-S, Pasadena Insurance, P-A-S-I-N-S.com. At least go give them a look and give them a shot. I've I've been recommending just to buddies or whoever for years. I have, and this is true story, hand to God. I have, they have never not beaten a competitor price. So screw the, oh, 15 minutes will save you money. It's probably less than 15 minutes. They offer the best of both worlds. It's a small business feel with corporate resources and accesses. I mean, they are responsive. They are personalized. The proactive customer service. I mean, 
an example without giving you too much of my inside info. I had renter's insurance. I was renting a home years ago. And here's a story for another day, another time. A car busted out of control through the wall, almost killing me. I am not kidding you. So I now have an entire 16-foot wide gaping hole in my bedroom. Bed is smashed, clothes are ruined. One call, I call Pasadena Insurance Agency, talked to David Steinhardt, who's worked there forever. He came over, came over, assessed everything. He contacted the insurance company who I had my renter's insurance with. They were there almost immediately, got everything situated. I mean, it's just, that's, that's customer service. I mean, it, they're phenomenal. So they do, they do businesses from doctors to lawyers, to tech companies, to, to manufacturers, and even lawyer liability insurance and medical mal- malpractice, along with all your, your personal lines. And so uh, do give Michelle, tell me you heard it on the old uh, Michael Garfield show, 713-869-6991. Trust them with, with, without a doubt, P-A-S-I-N-S. And so uh, there's your kind of a, the answer to your insurance. You know, do you, do I recommend insurance for a number of things? Just <laughs> call Pasadena Insurance Agency. Also got some uh, text coming, well, some text. Also uh, got a lot of poster on my uh, Twitter account at High Tech Texan. Garf, you just talked about Samsung. Do you ever give Apple any love? I really don't. I don't give Apple any love and I really don't talk about Apple a lot, only because I don't have any Apple devices. Yes, breaking news. High Tech Texan doesn't have anything Apple. I really don't. Um, I, I used to work for Microsoft years and years ago, even before I created the High Tech Texan brand. And I've always been a Windows fan. Windows is number one, the, by, by, by far, 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 the most prevalent, prevalent operating system in the, in the world. So I want to talk to the masses when it comes to Windows versus the Apple, you know, iOS. And when it comes to phones, the Android operating system is more prevalent around the world, fact, than the Apple iOS. And so I talk about that more. Plus the fact that I got companies like Samsung or LG or Motorola, They'll let me, they'll send me the test phones out so I get the hands on them. Apple does not send a lot of the media who covers technology sample devices. They just think it's, hey man, it's Apple. We're fanboys and fangirls around the world. They're going to buy it, which is kind of true for the most part. So I don't get a lot of Apple stuff. But to appease you folks, I do have some Apple news. I'll, 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 I'll throw this bone at you because, and it's only rumor because that's the only thing that we can speculate when it comes to Apple, man. It's all rumor, and it's on the internet, so you take it with a grain of salt. It's all we got to go on. So here's the latest thing. What's the next big product? Since they've already Apple's already conquered the phone world, the laptop world, the computer world, the music download world, the little tiny earpod world. Welcome to the potential augmented reality, virtual reality headsets. Yep, there's your latest leak and rumor for Apple. VR headsets. Okay. I mean, I haven't heard much about the iPhone 13. Are they even going to call it number 13? That's okay. I'm not going there yet. There have been reports that Apple's going to create some sort of virtual reality headgear for years. When's it going to happen? It's going to be this year, but apparently Apple's been building some advanced augmented reality tools into the iPhones and iPads. I know that, but VR, man, they could be coming out with this thing. And I will tell you this. I have been playing with um, Facebook's own Oculus Quest 2 virtual reality headset. It's cool. I am not going to lie, man. It is it is neat. You put this thing on. It looks really weird when it's on your eyes. And it comes with a left and right controller. But 
I mean, I was in, I was in a presentation for, 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 for John Deere tractors for CES using VR. I literally thought I was sitting inside of a cab. I, I thought I was in sitting, sitting inside of a, of a tractor. It was amazing. So Apple's aspirations for AR and VR, they've been out there, but they're rumored to come out with it. And I don't know, is it going to be like Google Glass? Remember the Google Glasses that you wear? I mean, I wore a pair of Google Glass. I thought it was cool. I just don't know if people were ready to wear them yet. Snapchat spectacles, remember the spectacles thing? Are they even around? So, I, you know, Apple's, v, I mean, it could, my guess is Apple's VR headset could be a lot like face, Facebook's Oculus Quest or Quest 2 that I'm looking like. They're relatively big. I'm waiting when a system like this is just not big and heavy. Because it's like, a, go Google this thing if you haven't seen it. It's very space-agey like. It's, it's a good three, four inches thick and, you know, you can't see through it. You just really kind of have to sit or stand in a solitary place to turn your head up and down and around. Somebody, and, and somebody better make some sort of a contact lens. Somebody, and, and I did see some company, was it Mojo or something, came out with a concept for CES earlier this month. It's a contact lens. That's when you're going to get me. That's when you're going to get the public where it's light. You could pop these things on, or maybe if it's just a pair of glasses, that's going to be cool. So the VR headset is it coming? When's it coming? There's your latest Apple rumor. If any of you Apple honks know anything, you know the phone number here to the studio. If not, just hit me up at High Tech Texan, Michael at High Tech Texan, and then I'm more than happy to give Apple a little bit more. Hey, this is going to be reality. And I guarantee if and when this ever comes out, I ain't going to get a pair. Apple ain't going to send me a pair. They're just going to have you buy the thing. Over under, I'm telling you right now, it's going to be 1500 bucks or something. That's it's the way they roll, and they're going to sell like hotcakes. So good for them. And if you couldn't figure out, no, I do not even have any Apple stock, <laughs> which I should don't. I should have had that stuff. Oh, my goodness. Uh, you know how to get a hold of me. What else? I'm going through some of my emails over here. Whatever you want to talk about, I will want to talk about too. No, I'm done talking about Bernie Sanders' big mittens memes. I'm not going to do that. Uh, oh, I will tell you this. Social media. I, I, I hit this the first hour. You know, so people are on the the left and the right, the extremists, they're getting off face. Trump doesn't have his count over here. Then there's Parler. Guess where the next bastion of extremists are going to, are, are turning to? Potentially to planning attacks because social media? I mean, you want old school? You got you to gotta hang around for this story right here on the High Tech Texan Show. Michael Garfield is the high tech Texan, helping you with all your high tech needs on KPRC 950. over here at High Tech Ticks. And uh, hey, Garth, you talked about a big Bluetooth speaker. What are your thoughts on that? Because I want to have a party and nobody can share my headphones. That's a good point. Uh, Turtlebox Audio. Turtleboxaudio.com. I've been playing 
I still haven't found a better one. I've been playing with one of these. Actually, two of these. I've got it. I got two, so I can pair them up in stereo for about five or six months right now. Turtle Box Audio. It is. Um, they're they're absolutely portable, without a doubt. It's they're it's a good four pounds, five pounds. But the way this company designed this speaker, man, it is. I don't want to say indestructible because I could I get sued for that. I haven't yet to dis- destruct it, and I have th- tossed it into a pool. It floats because it is waterproof. Uh, it has fallen in my backyard over rocks and dirt, like a champ. Uh, I'm on their website and I see people go hunting with these things, and a dog drags it through the water, and they they put it on their little Polaris Forerunners. It's fine, and it's loud too. It's about a, it's a six by nine speaker with a big tweeter in there too. Great bass. You pair it to your phone, and it is about 120 decibels. That, that's like DJ. That's DJ club time. Then you get another one, and they and they they truly pair up stereo wise. There's a left channel and the right channel. And so you play, it's a game because you want to find a really cool song that actually re- has been recorded from a left and right channel. And like the low hanging fruit is if you're a Pink Floyd fan, which I'm not, but their song Money at the very beginning when there's like, you know, the, 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 the coins, moon, listen to this with true stereo. There's a left channel for, so for on your left ear, you're hearing money and the right ear, you're hearing more coins. It's, it's pretty cool. Point is, it sounds great. Uh, Turtle Box. Uh, they are gracious enough to uh, give me a promo code for you. If you go to turtleboxaudio.com, Garfield is the promo code, and you get $30 off, and they will mail one right to you. And so at some point, spring's coming. You're going to be outside. Uh, this is uh, party people time. Just uh, just party with your mask on and, and just be um, you know be kind to one another. So anyway, there, there's your answer. Any other, any other things like that, feel free to uh, give me a uh, shiz out at High Tech Texan uh, or Michael at High Tech Texan or one of my new Facebooks. New Facebook. Have I even mentioned it this hour? Brand new. Fa- if the White House and government can get brand new social media accounts, so can I. We launched my very first, and it's only taken me 20 years, celebrating 20 years of my brand. We actually have a live public figure Facebook account. So I do not need to accept you or be my friend. It's all yours. Follow me. And that's how we're You know what? At some point, I am going to be giving away a uh, Turtle Box audio speaker. If you are my Facebook, uh, follow me on my Facebook public figure account. Look for The High Tech Texan. Michael Garfield's page, The High Tech Texan. So anyway, there's that. So I talked about um, social media going back last hour and how, you know, Parler was pulled down from Amazon Web Services, the server how Trump has been banned from Facebook and permanently banned from Twitter, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, without getting political, I'm going on facts from whatever. It was really right after the January 6th Capitol riot issue that it could have been organized through some of these social media channels. Now that some of the social media channels are shut down, they have to find other ways to rally the troops. And I'm, I'm, I'm not, not making this up. I am citing my source of USA Today. USA Today, that nice online paper. It's got the little life section and the little red sports section. USAToday.com. <laughs> Leading up to Biden's inauguration this past week, the FCC, which by the way rules the airwaves that I'm on right now, the FCC reminded personal and amateur radio operators Ham radio operators, and wonder if my dad in Dallas is listening right now because he's a hammy. 
The FCC reminded people that the use of radios to commit or facilitate criminal act is prohibited. Because the FCC was aware of discussions on social media platforms suggesting that certain radio services regulated by the FCC may be an alternative to social media platforms for groups to communicate and coordinate future activities. And that is a quote from the FCC. So the reminder is really directed to licensees and operators in the personal radio services and amateur radio services. How about that? So we're going from the highest tech to old school, OG low tech, ham radios. Oh, by the way, personal radio services also includes CB, Citizens Band Radio, and it also it's FRS, Family Radio Service, walkie-talkies. Was KPRC 950 mentioned in there? Can someone check with this? <laughs> so, very, and I understand this. Listen, if you don't know what amateur radio service are, or ham radios, this is something that I, I as a kid, in the 70s, that I, I grew up because my, my, my father, who's probably listening right now, via podcast and iHeartRadio, he had a ham radio license. Ham, it's amateur radio license. And we had this big tower. I mean, it was like an antenna in our backyard. And he had this gear in one of the rooms and he would listen in and talk to people all over the world. And you know what? At the end of the day, maybe this was the thing that kind of kicked me off into getting into the tech area. But it was just really neat that you could be sitting in your own home and you're talking. And obviously we're going to go back 40. Well, for me, 40 years ago, but the ham radio has been around longer than that to people all over the world. We were really big into CB radio too. Who had, who had a CB radio? Right now, I want you to, to tweet me this. What was your CB handle? Breaker 1-9, Breaker 1-9. What was your CB handle right now? I will call you out. I will give you love right now on the air and on the podcast. At High Tech Texan, H-I-G-H-T-E-C-H-D-E-X-E-N. Who had a CB back in the 70s, 80s? My father's, my father's handle was Bagel Boy. Break one nine, Bagel Boy. What's your uh, 1020? And he doesn't have a really Texas accent. Uh, well, I'm on uh, I-35 South here, just outside of Dallas. He was, bagel, uh, he was Bagel Boy, and I was Little Bagel. Wasn't too great. I should have been High Tech Texan back then, but I, I didn't create that until 20 years ago. Anyway, the point is, let's go back. If you have to gather a mass amount of people, now they're going back to old school. How many ham radio operators are there though now, man? I mean, I know there's a lot around the world. I mean, are we going to see Heathkit stock going back, people building their own ham radio license? That's a good way to communicate. <laughs> I mean, what's old is new. And what's new is old. Speaking of which, let me, let me flip over to this for the FCC too. The out, there's a new FCC chairman, a, a temporary, because the, there was an outgoing chairman up on, on the Trump administration, and uh, his name was Ajit Pai. If I'm, I'm sure I'm screwing that name up. He released the FCC's annual broadband deployment report a day before his departure. So I guess this was last Tuesday. And his report says, I'm going to give you a quote, we conclude that fixed services with speeds, internet speeds of 25 megabits down and three megabits up, 25.3 is what it's called, 
continue to meet the statutory definition of advanced telecommunications capability, unquote. What is this dude talking about? The FCC has been using 25 megabits download speed and three megabits upload speed as a benchmark for like six years. That is a lifetime in the world of tech. I mean, 25.3, it may meet some engineering definitions of high-speed broadband. People, you could easily get one gig per second service in, in major metro areas. You can't call 25.3 an appropriate measure of success. Listen, I'm going to try to take the politics out of it because I, I really do. We need competitively priced, real high-speed broadband. I'm talking at least 300 megabits to 500 megabits down. I want high-speed broadband for every single American. I don't care where you live or where you work. It's going to increase productivity. It's going to help harness the creativity potential of every single American. I'm telling you, man. So, and I know Biden has put an interim FCC chair. Um, I do not know her name. I was just reading about her. I, I just hope the FCC now has vision. I, I just has higher goals. Can you help me up? Just can, can you give me higher goals than 25 megabits down? I mean, get out of the, I mean, get out of, you know, the early 2000s. Look at me. I'm more than happy to sit on the F FCC has what is a chairman and there's five people on the board of the, the committee. I once I, I was once I thought that would be pretty cool to do. You know, I, I would do it. What's that thing pay? You know, probably six figures or something like that. If 25 is three, they think it's okay. I'm more than happy to do that. But I, 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 I'd light a fire under their butts. Help you out. This is what I'm doing, people. What I've done for 20 years. I'm trying to progress tech, make it easier, make it cheaper, make it more understandable. Final 15 minutes coming up so you can't go anywhere. It is Michael Garfield. This is called the High Tech Texan Show. More from the High Tech Texan, Michael Garfield on KPRC 950. Streaming it live from one of the uh, wonderful uh, podcast services like iHeartRadio or Spotify or Anchor. We thank you for listening. If you're listening live right now across the iHeartRadio stations, uh, good afternoon on a wonderful Saturday. That's where we're, we do the show live and then we uh, record it, put it on podcast. Uh, a lot of people have been signing up. I, I've been watching the numbers this past hour and a half uh, in semi-real time of uh, all the new uh, followers for um, my new Facebook public figure page. Look for Michael Garfield, uh, the high-tech Texan, because that's where we're going to be. I, hopefully, I'm going to be giving away the two new Samsung Galaxy S21 phones that Samsung is letting me play with right now. So if that doesn't entice you. Uh, but also, uh, Instagram comes into play too. Uh, go Garf Go. G-O, G-A-R-F, G-O, or Michael Garfield, one or the other. Uh, got it. Uh, someone was listening as I read a text over here. What was the name of the insurance agent she just talked about? Because I do need to get some extra writer for my uh, smart home because I just upgraded to, about to, to a tune of $20,000, Michael. Uh, it was Pasadena Insurance Agency. Uh, no matter where you are, I know they can uh, help you out. It's 
Uh, family, Frank and Ronnie Karkowski, they have run the business for three generations right now. Um, ask, I mean, listen, if it's a personal line, if it's a commercial line, you call, they'll assign you one of their license agents who specializes in the type of insurance you need. And I have been using them for, well, I don't know, 10, 12, 15 years. I have three sons who are all driving. And so they were able to get me some just great rates. Uh, but that's what insurance is for. Just in case, uh, there's an issue. They have been, uh, they've been around for 85 years and they are great. Uh, I can absolutely vouch for them. Uh, P-A-S-I-N-S, PasadenaInsurance.com, P-A-S-I-N-S.com. Do it now, man. They'll should answer on a Saturday. If not, they're going to be here for you this coming Monday. And, uh, tell me you heard it on the old Michael Garfield show. The, uh, it took me the entire program here to talk about, uh, the vaccine. Anybody got the vaccine? Yeah, raise your hand. Okay, put your hand down. You're probably driving right now. Good for you. Did it hurt? Anecdotally, I've heard that the Moderna has a, what is it, has a little bit more side effects or hurts a little bit more in your arm than the Pfizer one. Can anybody confirm or deny that? How, how is this, you know, we got to, again, non-political, but I got to throw this in here because this was in the news, the uh, the new administration. Now, one of the, uh, the new... Um, um, an, an open letter that was sent to a new president, Joseph R. Biden, was from Amazon. I got a copy of this letter here. This is from Dave Clark. He is the CEO of Amazon's Worldwide Consumer Group. On the day of the inauguration, last Wednesday, sends an open letter, Dear President Biden, congratulations, blah, 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 as you begin your work leading the country out of the COVID-19 crisis. Listen to this. Amazon stands ready to assist you in reaching your goal of vaccinating 100 million Americans in the first 100 days of your administration. Uh, as the nation's second largest employer, Amazon has 800,000 employees in the U.S., blah, blah, blah. They have an agreement in place with a licensed third-party occupational health care provider to administer vaccines on-site in their Amazon facilities. Let me help you out, and this is this is what I've learned from it. I have not been a massive, massive Amazon fan. In fact, only recently did I just finally get Amazon Prime. <laughs> only recently. Because I wanted to watch Mrs. Maisel. I could not be, this is not a paid endorsement at all. I could not be more impressed with Amazon's service. They have got a distribution model that is just stupid second to none. I ordered something I'm laying in bed late at night, 11 o'clock at night last Monday. Rives on my doorstep 10 in the morning on Wednesday. It's unbelievable. So they're, they are just phenomenal distribution. They're offering assistance to the government because I think the government has been kind of real slow about the whole pandemic and now the vaccination because it's just pretty darn slow. Are you a 1A, 1B, whatever? Could you just, if there, if someone's offering me help, if Amazon is offering me help for something, I'm taking the thing. That's, I don't think, is that political? I don't think so. It's just, you've got to have, understand how to distribute something and get it from A to B. Take, would you take the assistance? You think Biden, listen, I don't know. Good for you, Jeff. Thanks for offering Bezos. Whatever. Uh, and also here, okay, last thing I'll talk about, uh, smartwatches. I saw that Fitbit now is fully owned now by Google. So there is good news for you. If you got Fitbit, Google's watching your every move, but not that I'm talking about. 
uh, smartwatches, not just Fitbit, but also the Apple Watch and everything. Smartwatches, and I have to say this quickly, they may, they do potentially have the capability, they may be able to detect the signs of COVID-19 before you know you're sick. Where the world was this news 10 months ago? Geez, honey, I was waiting to get a smartwatch until I could actually go run to the park and go outside when COVID-19 was over. What? You mean a smartwatch could have been detecting the fact that I possibly have COVID-19 weeks before I have it? Yeah. Researchers from Mount Sinai, and they came from Mount Sinai with the two tablets. Researchers, is that a hospital? I don't even know. Researchers from Mount Sinai, they found that, that Apple, they found that the Apple Watch can detect small changes to a user's heartbeat that may indicate they have the coronavirus a full week before they feel sick. And another company is developing a custom wearable to detect COVID-19, and hopefully all of which is going to stop the spread of the disease to keeping asymptomatic folks at home. 297 healthcare workers, they did this between April and September. They wore an Apple Watch equipped with special apps that measure the change in their heart rate variability. There is something, HRV, okay? And they showed, the watch showed significant changes in metrics up to seven days before individuals had a positive nasal swab confirming COVID-19. Interesting. So you got, I mean, even with all these custom algorithms, a smartwatch or wearable, I mean, they can be useful. The PGA Tour started using something called WHOOP, W-H-O-O-P, WHOOP. There it is. There were health trackers. I think, I mean, there were a few golf. Nick Watney was one of them that he tested positive, And I think he found out because his watch or this wearable told him something. I have, I always wear a watch. I have a Samsung uh, Galaxy wearable. I got two of them. I got one on right now, which shows I have about two minutes left uh, of the program right now. But I monitor my heart rate. I monitor my sleep. Now, here's the thing. The data needs to be extrapolated to tell me that, well, your heart rate, I think it's neat having a resting heartbeat of 51. Not bragging, but whatever. But I, but if it shoots up to 70 while I'm sleeping or if it shoots down to 10, I, I, I need to know if that's a good or bad thing. I mean, slow resting heartbeats are great. I mean, it means you're a great athlete. I mean, tennis players notoriously have the slowest heartbeats around. But it's, it, someone needs to tell me this is good. Can, 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 a, can a buzzer, can it shock you? Can it just vibrate haptic feedback? Uh, Michael, guess what? Your heart rate just did something. Uh, you better go get a nasal swab. I'm down with that. This is what why it's called a smart watch. And I'd like to think this is a smart program as we wind it up. Thank you so much. Listen, we got to uh, end this uh, episode of the High Tech Texan. For all of you listening live on iHeartRadio, if you missed it, uh, it will be up on the podcast on iHeart um, within probably five or ten minutes. That's how quick my man Daryl is. Uh, after that, it will go on Spotify, Anchor, and everywhere else you get your wonderful podcast. Uh, the big news taken out of this, listen, Politics aside, can't we get along? Let's get this pandi- pandemic over with. Let's just, good luck, congrats. You're in, you're in the White House new administration. Just make this, a, make this a nicer place. I try to make the radio and the podcast a nicer place. Follow me at hightechtexan.com, and you know all of the, uh, the Twitters, certainly the Instagram at Michael Garfield, but also thank you very much, really, for really upping the numbers these past two hours on my brand-new Facebook public figure follow Michael Garfield, the high-tech Texan on Facebook, because we're going to give away FireDisc, big partner of mine, TurtleBox Audio, partner of mine. You know, maybe we give away some Buffalo Bayou Brewing. I can't give away some insurance agency from Pasadena Insurance Agency, but it's worth calling them. 
Listen, for everybody who's been a part of this program, we do thank you so much. Check it out right here, wherever your next podcast is, or right here on the iHeartRadio Network. My name is Garf, and right now, my show is over. With work, home, and family, there's so much going on. I feel like I'm always running behind. And the last thing I want to do is spend hours out of my day going to see the doctor or waiting in a waiting room. So I use MD Live virtual doctor visits. I can get treated in about 15 minutes from the comfort of my home and even get medication refills when I run out. MD Live is my first line of defense. Most insurance accepted. 